Hi, I'm Barbara. And I'm Jamie. Welcome to The Young Tongues. This is a podcast all about our marvelous and magnificent tongues. Ooh, did I get you going? Well, we had tongue cancer. Ooh, did I just kill the man? Well, don't worry. This is not what you think. Get ready to hear all the ins and outs of our marvelous tongues. For a long time, we couldn't talk. And we have a lot to say now. Whoa. Oh my God, we're here. Jamie, we're here. We're here. Should we let everybody know how we got here? Oh my God, yes. Uh, firstly, this podcast has been in the making for a year, so I'm glad we're finally recording. But allow myself to introduce myself. My name's Barbara. I am in the UK, in Norwich. I'm originally from Switzerland. And what the main things you need to know about me is that I have a fabulous husband called Nick. I am self-employed in the events industry. I love Norwich City Football Club for the Americans, as in the ball that you kick. Oh, got it. <laughs> and in a, in the previous life, I used to be on stage. So as a kid, I used to act and sing and I used to be in musicals and uh, love traveling and I can hold my beer. You'll have a good party with me. Oh, ja <laughs> Jamie, tell me about yourself. Oh, I, I'm Jamie. I live in America, so I don't have the beautiful accent like Barbara. Uh, I live in Southern California. I have two children, two boys that keep me very busy. Um, I stay home and I take care of them because that is amazing. <laughs> And um, let's see, just like Barbara, I used to act and be on the stage for like many, 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 many years ago. I worked at Disney as a princess and that was the best job, the best job ever. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Uh, I think I'm going to get married and have kids. So that's where I am now. But how did I meet Barbara all the way across the pond? Isn't that what they say? Yes, did yes. you hear? Did you hear that accent across the pond? Oh, across the pond. Just, I, I'm not. I'm not going to try myself that American. That's oh, just, you know what? Just offensive. You know what's really funny? When I used to, I I worked at Tokyo Disney, and um, a lot of the Japanese when they would talk to me when they were testing out their English, um, they would tell me that I sounded like the show Friends. Like that's how they learned their English is by watching Friends. And I guess that was like a huge thing. Like a lot of people learned English that way. So they're like, you sound like Friends. I'm like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> I say oh, like but... a lot. So, but here we are. Right. And that's a little bit about us. But um, I know you're, you guys want to hear about our tongues because that's I mean, they're pretty right? special. They are really special. special. I mean, with our tongues combined, we make one whole tongue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So Jamie and me have something very unique in common. And there's not many other people who have this same thing. But we have a feeling that a lot of you who are listening to this probably do. So um, let's take, I'll, I'll tell you my little story. Let's, let me take you back to 2018. I'll set the scene. I had just lost loads of weight. I was the fittest and healthiest of my entire life. Um, I spent the summer going traveling across Europe with my, uh, my partner, Nick, partner Nick of like eight years 
it took him and he finally proposed and I was like oh here we go wedding bells and everything um my business breed events was starting to take off I'd gone through the startup phase and I've finally settled and I was actually making some money and basically life was just perfect it was really really great and then I had this little ulcer on my tongue which burnt when I ate chocolate now that's relevant because I'm Swiss so I eat a lot of chocolate and if I can't get my chocolate I'm gonna go and get this sorted out so I went to my uh, I went to pharmacist first they said no no go to the dentist because it didn't heal went to the dentist the dentist shaved some of my teeth back so kept saying no it's fine don't worry go back home come back back home and back and I was really lucky because I had a dentist who followed uh, best practice and he said to me basically after like two I think two no three three appointments he said to me I am so sorry but best practice dictates that I now refer you to the oral health department at the hospital don't worry it won't be anything but it's just what I have to do so I struggled along Fat, uh, saw a consultant, ENT, um, which is ears, nose and throat specialist. Uh, again, had a few appointments because they kept saying, oh, we'll just keep an eye on it. And then eventually they said, well, again, we're really sorry. We need to take a biopsy. Like everyone, you know, us Brits, we are very, very <laughs> apologetic for everything. And they're really sorry about the inconvenience, but we have to biopsy your tongue. Um, and they said it could be like, uh, an immune deficiency could be anything, but not to worry. Had my biopsy, which, by the way, hurt as fuck. And we'll talk about that in more detail on a different, on another episode. Um, had that done. And the consultant who took the, the biopsy said to me, don't worry, it's not cancer. And I must admit, at that point, I was like, oh, I didn't realize cancer was on the cards, but that's good to know. Um, so I went home, healed, had Christmas, ate my turkey, and on New Year's Eve, my husband and I returned to the hospital. Um, we fell asleep in the waiting room because that's how relaxed we were. Not a care in the world. Walked into that uh, appointment room and was greeted by, I think, at least six or seven people in a room. And I should have realized that something wasn't right. <sighs> Um, but I didn't. And uh, so I met this, this uh, consultant um, surgeon. I didn't know what he was doing, you know, what his job role was at the time. But he sort of asked me, how, how come you got this checked out? And I honestly thought, he's going to tell me I'm a hypochondriac. I've massively <laughs> overreacted, you know. And he was really interested, like, what made you go to the dentist? How come you got to see us? And he said, you know what, basically, it's bad news. You've got tongue cancer but you've come here really early which we never see so this is incredible um obviously I only heard the word tongue cancer and thought to myself what the fuck's that <laughs> my my husband well uh, fiance's face looked like shattered glass he was devastated and that was the starting gun of that experience so Jamie oh I remember you telling me that you had a whole pandemic to contend with at the same time. So give us your story. Yeah, remember the pandemic? Remember that little tap dance we went through? Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what? Our stories are pretty similar, I think, around um, 
like how the dentist treated it actually well actually your dentist was way better than mine but um so it was december of 2019 i woke up one morning and i had a bump on the back of my tongue like literally overnight i was like huh i must have bit my tongue in my sleep that's weird went about my day um i used to have a daycare i used to run a daycare out of my home so i was very distracted kids all that um I, I had a dentist appointment coming up. So I was like, I'm just going to tell him, hey, what's going on back here? Because um, like a week passed and that it was still there. And it, I was like, uh, you know, the mouth heals quickly. Why is this not going away? So I was aware of that. So I went to my dentist appointment and my dentist was, he was not great. And I said, hey, what is this bump? And um, he was just like, huh. No, you know what? I wouldn't worry about that. And then just wanted to clean my teeth. I'm like, well, he he's not worried. I'm not worried, right? Got my teeth clean, headed home. Everything's fine. Another week goes by and another week. And that bump now is rubbing against my teeth. So like Barbara, like, you know, maybe I have to get go back and it's something with my teeth. Uh, but I was... I didn't call the dentist. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to somebody else. So I went to urgent care because I was like, that's weird. It's been like three weeks. Why is this it's now hurting me? Rubbing it. And like, I noticed I was like favoring it and talking different. So I went to urgent care and that's what scared me the most because the guy was like, <laughs> oh, that is, I'm going to refer you to ENT. I was like, ENT, ENT, ear, nose, throat. Okay. Okay. All right, so now I got to wait another, um, I think it was a month. I had to wait a month. I couldn't get in for a month. So I was like, okay. Well, and it's pandemic for you, isn't it? Yeah. Gosh. So this is a start. So like this is, um, when was it? Like uh, February? Uh, no, it's early. So we don't really know about COVID yet. This is before, like, remember that cruise ship where everybody was stuck out there? Yeah. That hasn't even happened yet. So this is like early, like January, because I went on a I went on a Disney cruise, and when we got off the cruise, we saw in the news this cruise ship had like a bunch of sick people on it. We were like, <laughs> I hope we didn't get it. Okay, so this was like I want to say beginning of February, because I go, I know I go to the ENT February twenty fifth. So here I am another month out. Um, still haven't talked to the dentist. I didn't tell him like, hey, I'm going here because I just I didn't want to talk to him. Like he did me dirty. He told me it wasn't anything. And this guy looked at it and said like, ugh, what is that? Sending you to ENT. I go to the ENT. She looks at it and she's like, I need to biopsy this. Now. Well, there and then. Yeah. Right when I got wow. to ENT, they were like, we need to biopsy it. I'm like, you're going to biopsy? Okay. And I'm like, it's on my tongue. I know what a biopsy entails. Do you going to numb it? Yeah, which means I'm going to put a needle in your tongue first to numb it. And then I'm going to like take that little Then You know when you make cookies and it's like the scooper? And then they're going to do that to my tongue. It's how she described it to me. I was like, okay, um, it's Tuesday. I didn't know this was going to happen. All right. Yeah, right away she looked at it. It was huge. Like I show, I look at pictures of it because I like took a picture of it. I look at it now after the fact, I was like, how did my dentist miss this? Like how, mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, he's like evil, like the worst person on the planet. Anyway, so I get the biopsy done and you're right. That biopsy was, that was painful. That was painful. And then I went home and had to take care of like, and I had, they were my three and four year old. 
Awesome. What about my day? I didn't hear anything for like a week. And you know what I thought? No news is good news. It's probably nothing. They just had to do that awful thing to my tongue. And then I remember it was in the afternoon. It's been over a week. I think it was like 10 days. And then they called me about the biopsy results. And she was like, hi, is this so-and-so, the ENT? I'm like, oh my gosh, hi, how you doing? Like super over the top. And she's like, uh, a good, um, so it's cancer. <laughs> like, oh, hold on, hold on. Over the phone? Over the phone. Because now- Just on a, oh my God, now that's it's, mad. Yeah, over the phone. That's why when she called me and I knew it was her and I hadn't heard anything in 10 days. And this is, you know, 2020, February 25th of 2020. So what lockdown started early March, I think. I can't remember if it was different well, for you guys or us. In, in the UK, it was uh, just after my birthday. So like the 18th, 19th of March. Yes. 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 So okay. sort of mid-March. I think ours was like March 16th or something. Yeah. Yeah. So this is February 25th. She calls me and tells me that. And I'm just like, you're right. When she hears it's cancer, she's telling me all these other things. And it sounds like the Charlie Brown teacher, like the wah, 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 wah. And I'm just like sitting there like, okay. And like immediately, like, I just, I don't know. I, I, I called my husband after I got off the phone and I was like super like, hi, like really over the top compensating about the information I just got. And he was like, oh, did you hear back? I'm like, it's cancer. And um I got to see like 11 doctors tomorrow or something. And then they called me and they were like, everything has to be done over the phone because you can't come in. Uh, corona, like we don't know, like all the stuff. So I had a panel of 11 doctors and I headed over the phone. And then I got to go in and meet my surgeon. And yeah, it was just everything. So I, I didn't understand the scope of it. I was so naive. I thought, okay, I'm, am I just going to have to do like, radiation or chemo like you know like I thought I would just take a pill I had no idea the scope of everything that had to be done and we're going to get into that and how this cancer the surgeries for it that is like Frankenstein stuff and we'll get into it but I was diagnosed March or oh my gosh March 2nd and then I had mm -hmm. my surgery March 23rd so, so I was diagnosed, quickly. yeah, move quickly. I was diagnosed 31st of December. <laughs> yes, I did go and wow. drink myself, silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. Happy we went to New a, Year. Happy New, we went to a party and everything, like a house okay, party. Barbara, you should have <laughs> known that, that that was the dark omen of 2020. You got that information before we like, cheers, drop the ball, all that. Yeah, so it was 2018, 2019. So it was oh, the beginning okay. of 2019. Yeah. So not quite, but yeah, okay. I just had like two God, yeah. <laughs> instead of one. Oh my um, gosh. But yeah, so we were just went to a party and I sort of said, yeah. Yeah, like people. what was your guys' conversation? Did you guys like just sit quiet and then like cheers? To it? Like, did you talk about it or was it like you had no idea what the scope of it was yet, right? Had no idea what the scope of it was. Um, when I got told, I very much went into work mode because I was meant to fly to Germany a few days later for some work. And my, my first question was, 
can I go to Germany to do this job? <laughs> and my like, consultant uh, I just like, want to get back to work, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, oh, I don't want to like let my client down. <laughs> my, my consultant went like, well, you could, but it's probably better if you stayed here because we need to run a lot of tests and scans. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. Oh, so the man. first, the first people other than Nick who was with me, the first person who knew was my client. Because oh we walked gosh. out of the hospital. So the first thing I do is picked up the phone to my client. I said, I'm so sorry, I can't get on the on the flight because I've got cancer. And and they were like, yeah, don't worry, it's fine. I'm you so know? sorry. Like, yeah, I was like, I'm so sorry, I've got cancer. <laughs> well, if there's any excuse to get out of something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, that um, was the first time you played the cancer card. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and have many a time since, I have yeah, to Yeah, you know what? No um, shame, no shame. It's no, true, no. I've done it. And, and then it came to the family. And I think we'll, in a separate episode, we'll talk about the whole breaking the news stuff. But it was just really surreal. Nick mm-hmm. was crying. I was sort of really pragmatic about it. Had a little bit of a cry when uh, we've got Macmillan nurses here, which are basically um, cancer support nurses. Oh. And it was when she put her hand on my shoulder and offered me a cup of tea. I was like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. Oh, my gosh. You guys... <laughs> and that's... You guys are so lovely there. I did not. I got a phone call and she was just like, uh, so yeah, you got cancer. There was no, no cup. I, there was no cup of tea. There was no cup. I must admit, I had a very good experience. And I also know from within our community that I do also seem to be a bit of a rarity to have had that experience. Um, yeah. So I, I'm is. really grateful, really grateful that I live in a part of the country where thing yeah. seems to be running can I well. ask you when you went in there to do your biopsy did you have these two questions did you smoke did they ask if you were a smoker and did you uh, they asked me if I dipped and my first answer was no I, I'm a non-smoker and I certainly don't dip I had to ask what dip was what I was gonna say what is dip that's chewing tobacco they call oh, it chewing and I was oh, like yeah, I didn't know that no no I I did not do that that's what they asked me I'm like okay that's weird because of tongue cancer like that's hugely associated with smoking and you're gonna come to find out that's like outdated massively now interestingly enough Janie did you know I said earlier about the um the dentist yes sending me for a biopsy yeah um, and it being back best practice, it's because of tick boxes. And it turns out when I was a teenager, I used to smoke, like, you know, social smoking yeah, and I used to like roll it. ups. But, but more importantly, when he asked the question, did you smoke? I said, yeah, I used to smoke because I, I think I, I addicted to nicotine, basically. I had okay. to force myself to quit. Okay, so, so you were doing I, it like... You would so buy, I you said, would go out and buy cigarettes, not like at a party, like no, no, I, so I you was would, uh, okay. generals. Okay. Um, so, so I said, yeah, I used to be a smoker, and we checked down the years and everything, and how much. He said, oh, but you're a very light smoker. And he, yeah, he even said, like, I'm not sure if I should tick it. I was like, well, no, I am. It turns out it was that tick box that got me an early biopsy. Oh my gosh! Wow. And he wasn't going to do it, but you were like, no, put it on there. Oh, are you frozen? You're frozen. Oh, you're back now. Yeah, you're frozen too. <laughs> you're like, 
<laughs> so I'll, I'll just say this again. So basically, it turns out because I tick the box of being an ex-smoker, that weighed into my favor because that's why I had an early biopsy. Wow, it's like these little like tips of fate. Like I listened to my yeah. intuition. Like I, my dentist says I'm just gonna go to urgent care, and I just knew, I just something's wrong. Wow. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing, my parents are so pissed off because <laughs> they harped on for years. Oh my gosh. Into, and I completely agree with them. It's disgusting. I hope I they never said, anymore. I told you so. They better not. No, have. no, no. Oh no, my gosh. So this is what, this is another thing which we have to clear up really early when it comes to smoking. Um, my surgeon, oncologist, has made it very clear that I haven't lived long enough to have physically been able to smoke enough to cause that type of damage okay because you you don't you don't get cancer because you've smoked one cigarette yeah you get cancer because you've smoked a lot of cigarettes yeah every single day yes over a long period of time um so so that's one thing to bear in mind so even if someone is an ex-smoker it doesn't mean they have so to speak cause their own cancer although definitely not helpful for when things like uh, lung capacity fitness and long-term health implications so yeah. don't, don't don't take this as an excuse to start smoking please but it's like yeah no it's all about balance I mean we all know the smoking like we grow up with the whole don't smoke that thing and we know but curiosity i gotta be cool at the party you know like it's just well in my culture switzerland like everyone's true smoked. true every europe in general everyone smokes and yeah. it's so so changed so dramatically i mean here in the uk especially not many people smoke anymore especially yeah. at my age yeah i don't see a lot of people so, either so it's no a lot has changed well should we get into Anyhow. um <laughs> i know let's okay so we got that out of the way. That's how we found out. And now you we're going to talk about like, uh, did you know that there was a uh, tongue cancer? Did you ever know that was a thing? Because I was like, I didn't, what? Tongue cancer? That's a thing? So yeah, what, I, what I, is it? Yeah, what is it? I, I really quickly, I was like, what the fuck? That, that's yeah. not, how is that possible? And then I very quickly found out that actually cancer doesn't, can be in every little body part oh yeah my surgeon told me told me that he's like oh cancer is in every part of our body and unfortunately this is how it turned up in you i was like trying to shut me up not gonna happen so for everyone listening who's never come across tongue cancer before and is wondering what it's what what that means so there's a there's a, a specific word we've all been told and that is um you have squamous cell sarcinoma that's the technical Wait, term how do you say it Sar- we say carcinoma always oh, say sarcinoma oh my gosh <laughs> wow. this is gonna happen all the time by the way yeah i love it i love it i was like wait so, that is- so, so we say squamous cell carcinoma which is really easy to say when you're missing part of your tongue <laughs> I can't even tell people what it is. No. Um, um, and it's basically, it's the most common type of 
tongue cancer. And to explain, so squamous cells, they're flat skin-like cells that cover the lining of the mouth, nose, larynx, thyroid, and throat. And same as, uh, squamous cell sarcinoma is the name of, for a cancer that starts in those cells. So oh, in that I lining. didn't know that. Because I always yes. hear like people have squamous cell carcinoma, like other parts, so, like you hear like skin cancer. So that makes sense. Exactly. It's like that layer. And mm -hmm. there are other types of tongue cancer, but they're really rare. So we're not really going to talk about them. But you can have the tongue cancer in your actual tongue so the bit that you can stick out right. but then some of us have like base of tongue uh -huh. which is the thing that you can't really see is right at the back yeah mine was um, towards the back yeah but it's the is yours even is yours can you actually get to yours or is yours yeah down all the, the way in the back if you stick down it's on the left side all in the, the back way. And then we also have base of tongue, and then it starts to go into mouth cancer and, and other areas. Um, so <laughs> a lot of people sort of ask, oh, like tongue cancer is really rare, da 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 da. Um, actually, it's not. It's not rare at all in the elderly population. Yeah. Most people will get an oral cancer, but they might just never know about it because they either haven't lived long enough to get it or are really in uh, like really elderly oh it's like gosh. one of those one of those things yeah however it's pretty rare for us youngsters to get it yes. and i say we're a youngster we are i am we not are. 40 yet <laughs> and um in terms of statistics again i'm sure in the future we will get an expert on who can help us interpret interpret data because it's really complicated once you start looking at these websites and how to interpret but um so there's different categories. So the tongue cancer is basically head and neck cancer. Yeah. In the oral cavity and oropharyngeal cancer. Oh my gosh, well done. That. <laughs> I had to say that really slowly. Wow, that was great. And then the next section down is like the tongue, the tonsils, and the oropharynx. So everybody do this. I, if you can't see me, I'm circling like my head and my neck. All that head jazz right in there. Yeah. It all covers it it all covers it um so when so this is a problem with data it, it very rarely data is listed specifically as tongue cancer to the tongue it's, yeah it's normally like oral cavity and most data is all in the head and neck cat like head and neck but there's lots of different cancers within the head and neck right what you hear so a actually, lot about is throat cancer right like a lot of it, like bell kilver What's the other one? Yeah. Michael Douglas. Like yeah, you hear so, about that. Exactly. But it's actually really difficult because I asked, I like, I wanted to know like how many people had. Yeah. What's squamous... the data of the tongue? Yeah, yeah. Of the tongue. And how old were they? And what ethnicity were they? And what sex were they? And it's and really like, difficult to find out. Crickets, yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but I have got, I have found some statements which are officially published oh. by official sources. Oh, it's official, official. It's official, official, because okay. I, I don't like getting things wrong. Um, so this first one is by the American Cancer Society. So overall, the lifetime risk of developing oral cavity or oropharyngeal cancer is about 1 in 60. So it's 1.7% for men or 1 in 140 for women. The average age of most people diagnosed with these cancers is 63 
but they can occur in young people. Just over 20%, so that is one in five of cases, occur in patients younger than 55. So they classify wow. young below 55. Right. So well, that's why they have that um, 20%. It's even, it, if you go under 40, that's like... So, yeah, I, this, it's just to sort of like demonstrate like how rare this is and maybe why it was so difficult for us to find other people like us. Yeah. <laughs> which, which we'll talk a bit about later. But. Very much so. Yeah, this is what this is all about. That's why we're doing this because we're here. We're here to help. We're here to educate, help. And, and also break the stereotype. So the common stereotype mm -hmm. for a head and neck cancer patient is that of a poor elderly man with a strong smoking or alcohol abuse history and and the word abuse is important there yeah smoking and alcohol abuse um and actually when you look into the literature there is really not much about young women getting tongue cancer really other than the only thing i have found is like the oral cancer foundation um have done a, like a little blog about the incidence of oral cancer in young patients a changing trend and what they were saying in their article uh in short is that it took uh clinicians to highlight that they are seeing more and more young people because it didn't show in the data mm. it i, I as far as I remember from reading the article, it didn't tell us why it didn't show in the data. But my suspicion, and this is just my personal view, is that there's not enough good quality data. Yeah, there's not in enough. In order to make... No, there's, there's not just enough. not. That's why we look to social media and we Google things because we don't know. Exactly. And Dr. Google is not always your friend. Oh my gosh, no. <laughs> I Don't Google neck dissection. Oh, God. Don't do it. No, or hemiglossectomy. Don't is another one. do it. No, don't, watch, don't watch the YouTube videos. Oh, my gosh. We're going to get into that. Like, I watched one before going in. No, you didn't. I just, I, you know, I fell down the rabbit hole of what I'm going to do. Like, mm-mm. I didn't want to know anything. I didn't want to Google oh, anything. Oh, so you're so good. You were like, I'm just going to get back to work and forget about it. And I was like, I'm dying. <laughs> well, to be fair, I didn't do any work, but I, <laughs> at all anymore. I just went like, well, no, that's not true. Because I had to take care of all the admin and finance. And, and then <laughs> right, you had to get everything. I mean, you have your company. You had, probably had to yeah. like, get everything sorted before what's the next step in this yeah, this is really this is really morbid so in the run-up to my surgery i got everything prepared as if i was about to die yeah I mean... and i yeah and i read i wrote a goodbye letter to my husband and to my family which was never shared obviously oh my but God. he had all my passwords he had everything i i just needed to know that if i you know something happens in the surgery and i don't wake up that he knows how to pay the insurance bill oh my gosh you, or that he knew how that how was to your do way of coping with it you were just tying up all loose ends in case you didn't make it i mean i'm an event organizer it's yeah. what i do isn't and it? here i am youtubing other people getting <laughs> well i did oh, i did yeah. ask nick to google some stuff and he just went you don't want to know 
Gosh, okay. it was, and that probably did more damage to him than it did to you. Like my husband's a big old softy, right? He like was crying and he was like, we can't do this without you. And I'm like, I just, I just have to get through this. Okay. And everything will be okay. But like, I'm not, I, I can't cry about it anymore. I cannot cry about it anymore. Anyway, enough sentimental stuff. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have plenty of I know. I mean But you know, Jamie, you know what we should really talk about what? is the community. Yes. Like why are we called the young tongues? How did it happen? I remember Yeah, I remember you got like a crazy Instagram message from some crazy UK lady. Oh yeah, dude, she was bonkers. <laughs> yeah. She's talking about me, by the way. Just <laughs> <laughs> clarifying that. Everybody listening in the UK is like, oh, well, I messaged her. <laughs> no. uh, Barbara reached out to me. And you know what? Instagram was a big help. Like, I found I found you and I found Stephanie and you guys helped me a lot. And it wasn't anybody else from, like, what the hospital did. So, like, that's how, that's how, like, the community came about for me. It's like, you have it. You have it. I have it. You're, we all are, you know, young. And having to go through this and the more we talked about it and then put it out there on Instagram, I kept getting messages. And I think you did too from people. I did too. And I think for me it was, so I didn't go really on Instagram until I was nearly done. Okay. With, well, I was healing basically. Uh, okay. Because I didn't really have, well, firstly, I didn't really know how to use Instagram. It was the first hurdle. But secondly, also, I um, I just needed a bit of time. Yeah. And for me, it was, I just felt so isolated and so lonely in those waiting rooms because I was surrounded by these really lovely but incredibly elderly, vulnerable people who would mistake me for a member of staff or the staff would mistake me for someone's grandchild. Oh. And, and, and also because I, you know, end up waiting like two hours for my appointment, which, you know, it's the state <laughs> of affairs at the moment. Um, but I quite often, you know, an elderly person would stand up and wander off. I'll go after them and tell them to sit back down again. And I'm just a bit like, oh, I, I'm, I'm here as a patient and I feel like I'm looking after other people. Um, and when I did go, I visited one support group, which is specifically for oral cancers. And it was the most depressing place because it was, again, elderly, mostly men who were in an awful state oh. and I, I really felt for them because I was because they felt really sorry for me and they're like oh but you're so young you have cancer and, and, and this is going to sound horrible but in my head I was thinking yeah but I'm going to survive this wow I'm young my body can fight this and I just and it just made me feel really guilty and horrible and it and also it made <clears throat> me feel as if I didn't I wasn't allowed to feel certain feelings, which I think is really damaging mm. because we, we are, we are, we do go through this and everything we feel is valid. Absolutely. We, we have to grief certain aspects. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. 
Yeah. And and also, I don't know if, uh, well, I know that you went through it during the pandemic, which is very different. So yeah. I probably would have had a lot more interaction with other people face to face. But, you know, when, when I was chatting to people and they were telling me about their grandchildren and they were having pensions and they had houses they owned and they had financial security. And I, in my head, was screaming because I was like, I I might have to like shut down my company I might lose it all yeah I you didn't just have started a, I spiraling right yeah well it's, it's not just that I only just started oh. I didn't have a bank account with savings um I I had a career I need to go back to work I I, I didn't have children yeah you know? oh my gosh I, yeah I just, this is cancer was not part in my plan it was not in my plan and I just I started to get really angry <laughs> and I had to oh, I had to leave I had to like go oh you're really lovely but I I need to go before I start it's saying not stuff. a support group that like now it's turning into anger management like I was angry for a very long time about this hmm. no one could give me any answers but then I found other people like you you didn't have any answers and you got what I was angry about and going through and you, you, it was actually good timing. You went in it a whole year before I did and we're coming out of it and I'm going into it during the pandemic. Like, I think I looked to you and a couple of other people and you guys answered all of my questions, like as way better than like my support group, which was like, you're right. Everyone was over 65. Yeah. And I, I also connected with Steph on Instagram. Yes, um, Steph was she, amazing. She was just, we have to have she, her on. She's incredible. Yeah, she's incredible. She's such an adorable human, shout lovely out human Steph. being. Shout, let me shout tell out you, to Steph. Her radiation photos scared the shit out of me. Yes, yes, they are brutal. And and I didn't have radiotherapy. Yeah, but it was well. Again, we'll, we'll get into treatment, more. but we'll get into why. But, but I appreciate her knew. honesty, and yeah. So that's how Young Tongues came about. Is yeah. we started, you know, all of us started realizing like there's a bunch of us out there that are under the age of, gosh, forty. I would say, right? Yeah, I mean, we have nowadays we say anyone between eighteen and six up to sixty four because that's working age. So oh, okay. Similar. but it's we're mostly aimed at like 20s 30s and 40s yeah I mean a lot of the interactions that are there are Mm. with that age of you know like I would say there's a lot of people like between 26 and 36 that like I get messages every day saying like I just been diagnosed this just happened to me and so Barbara you had this idea you were like we need to come up with a support because like clearly our support groups were I hate to say it dying off and in another stage of life that I could not relate to at all. And so we got together via the interwebs. We're like, we need yeah. to make our own little support group. At first, That's what it was. At first, it was like an Instagram like chat, like a thread, right? Exactly. I, I sent you a message and I said, look, I'll just organize a Zoom. Here's a link. Share it with everyone and anyone you know. That's right. And so this is a crazy thing. So this was in early 2021. So <clears throat> Okay, yeah. Um, and it was about, it was in January, February. 
and we had um like a people then signed up to a, an email list that's how we start everyone starts with an email list don't we and then we had a a, a meetup and there were about eight or nine of us there was a lot for the first there was two. quite for the first time yeah and then it was that inspired me because we weren't called the young tongues then no. but that the next morning we were <laughs> yeah because we all got together and it was nice to see people's face because you know instagram and then zoom it's you're chatting and I feel like we already know everyone's backstory and I was just talking mm. about like hey when could like what was eating got easier did this get easier and all that and everybody had an answer and it was so helpful it's just that knowing look of I get it yeah the nodding when you say something and other people nod and you can see in their face they're like oh they get me yeah and it was just such a relief yeah it's like so yeah, so so since then, yeah, how far we've come a long way, Jamie. Because here we are. Now we're we podcasters. Are. If you have listened thus far, indeed, <sighs> and <laughs> congratulations if you're still here. <laughs> this is our first um, one, and we just wanted to, you know, get a feel for how we are and how we connected and how this is like it's a global thing. Um, you know, our Instagram handle, Young Tons Global. It, it is a, it is a global thing. Yeah, we started like with those eight ten people on a on a Zoom meeting. We now have a community that is over two hundred and fifty people, and each week we have wow. more people joining us. Yes, uh, I don't know if that's something we should celebrate. I, I guess know, I'm, but it's that, awful. I want to be like, here's the data. Look at all these people that are getting diagnosed. How come the data is not changing? yeah but but i'm always really glad when people do find us yes. so if you have been diagnosed with tongue cancer or that's know probably someone the case who's been diagnosed if you're listening yeah, <laughs> yeah it's probably the case let's be honest but if you're not part of our community yet come and join us we have a private facebook group we have whatsapp groups we have an instagram page we're on twitter although well we don't know what's uh Mm-hmm. To be, to be, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> At the moment, we have oh, a like... Twitter account. We shall see what happens. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and basically, just just come and join us. Um, we we are like we are a li- quite strict in terms of who we allow into the community because it's a safe space, and that means you have to be between eighteen and sixty-four. You have to be a patient or survivor of tongue cancer no other head and neck cancers I'm really sorry um and you um yeah and and also sorry I'm going to send out a massive sorry to all carers and uh, spouses and friends and family um one day we will have a, a, a caring group so to speak but we've just not been able to do that as, uh, as well and it's really important to us to just have patients and survivors in the group because we share some really deep and vulnerable things and we need to be able to do that in a safe space with other people who get it and that's the only way that I can guarantee that from happening because the internet is a strange place it's a glorious place but it's kind of you know it's it's a little side eye sometimes but this is why we're doing this podcast because we you know we're young tongues the group is strict on who we bring in because like you know, the data, like, we're a bunch of us are younger, like, we're going to relate to each other than what, you know, 
the hospital would put you with a support group with someone older, which is what happened to us. Um, but we make this podcast for everybody who wants to learn, who maybe is a caregiver to someone with tongue cancer, or maybe just a caregiver to somebody like who has cancer, head and neck cancer. Like that's why we're here. Uh, like, but tongue cancer is happening more and more. Like the amount of messages I get on my tip, like TikTok and Instagram, I'm like another one. And, and they're all young women and young males too. Like, we have a space for that, but we have this podcast to educate and everyone's welcome here. Absolutely. And and Jamie just mentioned TikTok. You, if you are on TikTok, you need to go and follow her. Yes. Because this woman, this woman is funny. I'm she really is hilarious. So funny. Okay. <laughs> she really is. I don't, <laughs> she, I don't mean to brag, but you know. No, I, no, I you, sit you have, and I watch and I tell funny stories uh, yeah that's right a crotch and I talked about tongue <laughs> cancer <laughs> so so I hope this gives you a little bit of an idea of what to expect in future episodes because we are gonna not just we're gonna talk about some heavy dark glum stuff but we're also gonna have some fun right. and share share with you what's going on in our crazy lives yeah um and we also want this uh this podcast to be shaped you know by you because this belongs to you guys so we want you to get in touch we want you to um suggest topics that you want us to cover suggest guests maybe you know some experts maybe you know some crazy scientists that we should really speak to um maybe yeah. take the crazy out just some really good scientists i love i love crazy it's okay well, yeah, it depends. <laughs> Scientifically accurate scientists. Yeah. There you go. Um, and send in your questions. Like yes. uh, Jamie and I will answer questions at the end of every podcast. We will answer listener questions and we need your questions. So do send them to us. Um, our email address uh, is youngtongues at outlook.com. Mm -hmm. And then Instagram Jamie, our Instagram at Young Tongues Global, and we'll we'll put all of that in the show notes where you can um, reach us. Uh, Barbara's Instagram, my Instagram, and TikTok. We'll link that all there. You can contact us. You know, we're pretty. We want to talk to you. <laughs> we're pretty open to um, any form of connection. Well, not all of it, but we want to know <laughs> because I know you're curious about our tongues. Can you just write us a question? in healthy doses and we we uh basically we we share lots of content on our instagram across our social media so not just from the podcast but we've um did, done loads of campaigns and the ones i'm most proud about is the experience exchange where we actually put questions to our community um to answer what was it like what helped you uh like during radiation burns tastes what do you eat um you know, and so on. So to provide insight into not just the conversations we have, but also really practical help if you are living through tongue cancer at yeah. the moment. Yeah. This is not like a cancer podcast and everything is dark and dreary. This is about cancer and about how it can help you during your experience and even life after cancer, because that's what we're doing right now. And it just because you're done with treatment doesn't mean it ever stops. Like you have to figure out who you are now. And you're, this is a space for that. Oh no, I can't wait for the mental health discussion. <laughs> mm -mm -mm -mm. Yeah. It's okay. A good one. All right. Well, thank Jay. you.
Thank you for having us. Barbara, thank you so much. Jamie, you are an absolute delight. Such a superstar. Love you lots. And we will see each other in a couple of weeks. We will. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And again, make sure to follow us. And Barbara, always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram under at YoungTongsGlobal. Or email us at YoungTongs at Outlook.com. See you next time. Bye.